but there's there's ulterior motives behind your it's just questions. I know how you are, Kyle. Oh, come on now. Yeah. Just oh, a I question. Know. Oh yeah. I've seen your kind before. Oh yeah, baby. Don't you dare. Don't don't you dare. Covering you from your LB1 to your taxi squad, this is IDP Nation. Manning back, bouncing fires to the far side. It's intercepted and running into a touchdown. Your home for the best in IDP and draft coverage. Daniel has time in the pocket, steps up, and he's going to be hit from the side, and he's going down. That's a sack. Here are the hosts of IDP Nation, Hollywood and Kyle B. Hollywood and Kyle B at your service. What's going on, Kyle? Not much, buddy. How you doing? Well, well, I'm living the life of Riley. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. Oh, there it is. I knew it was coming. There it is. That's uh, you know, music to music to your ears, right there, buddy. Yeah, you know this new job—it's really going to work out for me. Working out real nice. Off in eh? the middle of the week. Hey, oh yeah, not, it's going to be not beautiful. so bad. Yeah, not so bad. Yeah. Hey, yeah. and and it's a victory Tuesday for us both, right? It is a victory Tuesday. Yes. How about yes. it? How about cheers? Cheers. Virtual cheers. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, they can't see this, but we can see this. Yeah, I don't, yeah we can I don't see know this. What the hell, Kyle? Kyle's got something over there that just we're not sure. But at nine three percent, it's going to kick him around the ass. We know that. Yeah, good. I'm not even sure what this is, but it's it's going to get the job done. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yep, your Packers with the win. It wasn't pretty. It was not pretty. We. uh we made it pretty hey. damn interesting against uh, a third-string rookie quarterback. So, this is what it is. Well, Wins mine, a win. Ours wasn't pretty either. You know, wins a win though. Two-point win. That's hey. right. Although Derrick Henry did restake his claim in front of Jonathan Taylor as the best, as the league's best running back. That's right. <laughs> yeah. What had, was that? that Jonathan day. Taylor had forty-two yards rushing. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> that's your rushing champion. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Henry yeah. certainly had himself a day. <laughs> he usually does. That's you your know, boy. I think I think he just sits at home and listens to everybody says, "Oh, he's he's got that TB12 mode." The right. hate just fuels him. Yep. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. So, yeah. See, I'm in that same mode, Kyle. I'm in that same mode with TB12 and Derrick Henry. We're finely tuned athletes. Yeah. We feed off the hate. That's what makes us so good. Finely tuned athletes. I've always felt that way since we started doing this, that you were right there with, with uh, Brady and Henry, for sure. Right. Well, I wanted to stay humble and modest. You know, I didn't want to say I know. That, That's you are a, You're a humble guy. At some, at some point, I just got to say, hey, I am yeah. what I am, you know? Yep. Yep, just be you. I yeah, get that. Just, I, 
That's all I can beat, Kyle. Just be me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gotta give the That's people what they be. want. Um. Well, yeah. Who am I to disappoint our fans? Right. I. Yeah. Yeah. That's you would never. You know. Should we? Should we uh, roll in the news and notes here? Sure. Ruck away there. Roll away there. All right, buddy. Here we go. News and notes. Uh, Rams coach Sean McVay said safety Jordan Fuller will miss two to four weeks with a hamstring injury. Um, the Rams safety trio was is was interesting to uh, to start the season here through four games. And this week, Fuller was actually starting to out snap Taylor Rapp, and then he got hurt. So that's um, that's a bummer. Things were starting to change his way a little bit here, and then he unfortunately pulled a hamstring. Um, another safety here, 49ers designated safety Jimmy Ward, who had a hamstring injury to return from injured reserve. So Jimmy Ward will enter the mix with the guy that you were talking about before the show, the talented Talinoa Hufunga. What a yeah. fun player. You know what hit me? Hmm. Just watching him do that last night, running around the field, making plays. Mm-hmm. And I hate to make comparisons. And I'm not saying he is him by any means, because that's a pretty lofty standard who I'm about to say. But he reminded him, me of him last night. He reminded me of a good of a youngster out there in Pittsburgh once upon a time named Troy Palomalo. Sure. Yeah. Hair flowing, that. making yep. plays. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. He's just got that. He's he's got that presence, he's right? Got, that safety that makes that, plays yeah. and a come up and hit you well he's, he's he's got the thing you can't teach yeah it's it's been a while since uh the 49ers kind of stands safety, out safety too, right? like you, oh yeah you, i mean you kind of you see it in players just different players mm-hmm. they've got you yep. can't you can't put your finger on it but you're like mm, yeah that dude's gonna be good yeah when's the last time the 49ers had a safety we were excited about right like this it's been a while yeah yeah you'd have to <clears> go back geez Wow, I can't remember right off the top of my head. It's been Personally, that long. Comes to mind was Ronnie a lot, but I know there's got to <laughs> been somebody since then. Yeah, yeah. Um, that tells you all you need to know. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Giants placed cornerback Aaron Robinson on injured reserve with a knee injury. Uh, the Broncos placed edge Randy Gregory on injured reserve with a knee injury. Gregory had, is having arthroscopic surgery on his meniscus and is expected to miss two to six weeks. So that is a that's a big blow to the uh, the Denver defense there. Um, Gregory's out. It, it depends. From what I read, it said two to six. I saw two to four. It all depends how the recovery goes. Obviously, with all these injuries and the and the cleanup arthroscopic surgery deal, but. Um, I mean, Baron Browning should get a shot here, right? Get, yeah, get I would think extent. so. You know, I mean, he, Baron, uh, Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, yeah, we, I mean, Browning was – he was exciting this preseason when he made the full the, the switch to play an edge full-time, and he uh, he, he really uh, had some buzz flowing, and then it's been a, it's been a pretty quiet um, start to the year for Browning, but now they're going to count on him, right? You know he's gonna be uh, he's gonna be definitely uh, relied upon to pick up some of that that slack that you know Gregory with Gregory out opposite of Chubb. You know maybe they'll mix in Nick Benito a little bit. Um, I know uh, Jonathan Cooper still uh, he's still got a hamstring or something. So 
Um, he's out, but I mean, Browning would be the guy here. I'm excited to see if he can step up and place a Gregory while he's out. So, yeah, I mean, bad news for Gregory, right? Two right. Absolutely. Weeks. Hopefully mm -hmm. it's closer to the two weeks than it is. The right. Six. Yep. He hadn't really had eye popping numbers, one, three, three, and two tackles, but he did have two sacks. So, mm -hmm. you know, he was doing okay there. Um, right. Yep. So I mean, kind of unfortunate. Well, so it looks like he's going to miss. They've got Indy, Chargers, and then the Jets is their next three. So. Mm -hmm. But yeah, hey, we'll see. Um, if, we'll, we'll see if the young buck Browning. I, I uh, think Browning. I'm lucky. I got to think Browning's the guy up next guy mm -hmm. up. I think. Yep, he's going to get a chance here to show what he has. So um, I'll be uh, be keeping an eye on Definitely. him here while, with, with some extended opportunities. Um, NFL Network's Tom Pelissero reports Viking safety Lewis Seen suffered a compound fracture in his leg in Sunday's Week oh. 5 win over the Saints. That was a brutal one. Did you see that? Yes, I did. Oh, nasty. Yeah, it's, yeah, I, I feel bad. just flicked the game back over. Like two mm -hmm. plays before that, and was I was like, oh, oh yeah. man, yeah, that's that's brutal. Um, you know, Scene had hadn't really been uh, involved, you know, seeing time uh, on the seeing defensive snaps and whatever, but um, it, it's been mostly Harrison Smith, Cameron Bynum, um, Mattel was filled in for Smith while he was out, but uh, Scene was obviously in special teams. That's where he got hurt, and hopefully. Man, it's such a brutal injury. Hopefully, he just makes a full recovery and and we can see him next year. Um, because I, you know, he's a player we both liked. Um, he, yeah, you know, yeah, slowly coming along, which happens with rookies, right? Even though we're excited about him in draft season, and, and things don't always shape up like we think, and they don't all trot out there right away. But anyway, um, big thing is hopefully he gets healthy for next year, and hopefully every his leg heals up good, and he's he's back to form. So. Yeah, anytime I see somebody have a, a leg injury or a knee injury, no matter how bad it looks or is, which they're mm -hmm. all bad, right? But oh, yeah, yeah. First thing I do is is flashback to the 90s when uh, the Raiders, Napoleon McCallum, and his uh, mm. got hit in the knee and it went the wrong way. Wrong way. I don't oh. know if you remember that. but Yeah. Oh. oh. Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> oh. That's brutal. Um, Browns head coach Kevin Stefanski said the team will reassess Miles Garrett week Miles Garrett's week five status on Wednesday. So we're recording here Tuesday night. So tomorrow is Wednesday, and we will know a little bit more on uh, Miles Garrett and what way he's trending for week five. Um, speaking Monday, Commanders head coach Ron Rivera said Chase Young would not be activated for week five against the Titans. So it's he's yep. eligible yep. eligible yep. to return, but it's not happening this week. So here we are. Um, man, I just <laughs> I just want to see Chase Young <laughs> back back on the field. <laughs> um, you, you know, I do too. But when he's ready, that is. I just you know, I uh, I'm such I, I was right, right. But I'm just sitting here thinking how much. Happier I am that I traded him in, in a few <laughs> leagues, right? 
Yeah, you know, yeah. I got a first you, round you. pick in two leagues. I think I got a second somewhere else, and that was before the season, before all this news went down. You know, first was he's going to be he missed the spring or preseason. Then it was he's IR missing the first four games. Now he's going to miss week five. So yeah, at this point. You know, even if he comes back week six, you got to think it's going to take him a couple games, right? Oh, get yeah. Get back in the swing of it, get the rest off. <clears throat> yeah, they're not So gonna... if you're week seven, you've already missed half of the of, of the fantasy season. So I don't know. I just, I still think he's a gener- generational pl- type player. I really do. I think he's that good. Um, but it just seems the last what couple of years or so he just can't get away from the injury bug or whatever. So yeah, and he hadn't played all that well the last time we saw him either. So that's why I was eager. I was I'm eager to see him this year. Obviously, I want him to. I want to see him fully healthy and out there. And I want to see you know if he bounces back a little bit because last time we saw him, it wasn't exactly what we had hoped. But yeah, it's it's like you said, it's it's week right. five. And, and, and his he's had a bigger impact than just him right because montez sweat's kind of been down without him and now the mm-hmm. one thing is deron Payne and jonathan allen have been kicking ass no oh, they're brutes inside man yeah now they're yeah. they're brutes they're inside yep absolutely but yeah so i mean it, it's a good point like you that you made though it's week five um if he if he say he comes back week six they're not going to just roll them out to a full workload. You wouldn't think maybe, maybe not, but you know, it, you're Are not you going to for him. I mean, I'm still a believer. If I can get them for the right price, I'd take a shot at him, but I'm not paying full retail or anything. If people still want third. a high price tag on them. I would, oh would yeah. I would, him? I would take a shot with a third. I would. Sure. Okay. You know, I, I think that's, I think that's fair value, right? Kind of with his injuries and how long he's missed and everything. I, I think, think that's. I think it's it's he's one of those players too. It's going to be league to league um, because you're going to have managers that paid a high price for him that aren't going to want to sell cheap, and you might run into one that is like, "I'll take what I can get because I'm done with it." You never know. You you have been playing long enough. You've seen both ends of the spectrum with with high profile players, right? You see guys that yep. are willing to walk away, and you see guys that are going to hold till the bitter end because they paid for him. And I get that too. So well, if you're you like could, me and you drafted him, you, you spent a first round pick on him. Right. Not been a late one, but you spent a first round pick to get him. Right. Um, in most instances, at the very least, you spent a second. Um, mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So I think with what's happened the last couple of years, I'm with you. I, th- I think if you can get him for a third, the upside is way more than the pick, right? You can't draft a player that good in the third round. Uh, Odds are. Um, Now, the question mark is, is he healthy? Can he get back and be what we've seen before, what we think he is? Right. Um, I was was curious what you thought the the draft capital value would be right there. But I, I think a third's fair. I would, and I think it's I, I think it's fair if you're selling him too, because you're you're not going to get, like you said, you're not going to get what you got in him. Tough time to sell him, <laughs> it's for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if if you want to get something significant, for sure. 
absolutely. But let's hope he comes back and let's let's hope he hits the ground running, man, because uh, I mean, he's still an exciting young talent in my eyes. I, I, I want to see him get back out there and get right. So, and if he doesn't, when he gets back, then I'm definitely going to be worried because he wasn't great. Like I said, last time we saw him and the injuries aren't a good thing either. So, but let's, let's hope for the best when he's ready and see how it all plays out. Um, Raiders coach Josh McDaniel said linebacker Denzel Perryman is in the concussion protocol. And in more Raider linebacker news, they signed veteran linebacker Blake Martinez to their practice squad. So your boy found yeah, they home. Did. See, yeah. I told y'all be patient. Yeah. Be patient. So this is this is this is interesting. And when he went and visited Baltimore, it made all the sense in the world, right? With his familiarity with Patrick Graham, the DC there. Um Martinez it seemed like we thought he was waiting to pick his spot. And uh the, the Raiders make sense because of the familiarity, like I said. Now Perryman has uh has been out now he's he's uh, in concussion protocol um this is this is an interesting interesting situation um you know i i'm not worried about D- divine diablo he's been an every down player um consistently this year and he's calling the plays so i you know i'm not too worried about him as things sit um i could see if Blake's active, he could cut into Jam Brown's work. And does he cut into Denzel Perryman's work when he comes back? I, you know, it's something we got to keep an eye on. What's your uh, What's your take on this with your boy in, in Raiderland? Yeah, uh, I, I like it. I think it's a no-brainer for them, really. Um, you know, I don't know that he's going to eat so much into – Diablo, right? right his right. his share. I just don't see that happening. But Jayon Brown, yeah, he's. I'd take him definitely over Jayon Brown. You're taking him over Perryman, I think. Um, and then after that, they don't have a whole lot. So mm-hmm. somebody made the comment that they like to play um, a lot of two linebacker sets. Right? That's mm-hmm. fine. You put Diablo and Martinez out there with. Morig and Abram behind them and Crosby and uh, Jones up front. And I think that defense just gets so much better, so much better. Yeah, and we'll see. I mean, I think this is definitely um, – this is a snap count situation to watch when they're all active together. That uh, that be uh, Blake Martinez is up on the roster with Perryman and – Jam Brown when they're all active together. I mean, I, like we said, I think Diablo's fine. I'm not too worried about him. But I, yeah. I'll, I'll be curious to see what those the snap shares of the other three look like when they're all active together. So, um, yep. And nice I think spot. Brown's the one that suffers. I think. Sure, it's a, it's a nice spot for Martinez. With he's got the familiarity with Patrick Graham, and you know, it, Perryman's probably. Uh, I mean, you would think he's probably going to miss this week. He's got to get through protocol. It's always tough. And, um, you know, Brown, you know, hasn't been – he's been fine for IDP production with Perryman out, but, I mean, he's not necessarily a player that's a, a huge hill to climb for Martinez for snaps. So, um, yeah, it's a good spot for, for your boy. Um, the Colts have ruled out linebacker Shaquille Leonard uh, with a concussion already for week five against the Broncos. They, they play on Thursday night, so – we saw Shaquille Leonard make his return last week, and unfortunately, he uh, he suffered concussion. And he's going to be out this week. Um, so, oddly enough, 
with with Leonard's return, it was Bobby Okereke who wasn't in the starting lineup, which I don't think anybody really saw coming. Um, it was really an odd situation. It was uh, Leonard, Zaire Franklin, and EJ Speed as the starters, but Okereke did play, I believe, seventy percent of the snaps, and EJ Speed only played thirty three percent. So he did out snap. Um, you know, speed and everything, but uh, Zaire Franklin played all every down um, this week again, and he had 15 tackles. So Leonard's Monster out. Gang. Yeah, I mean, he's just been producing all year, uh, frankly, since he's been filling in for Leonard, and Leonard's out again. So fire him up. You know, it's but kind of a it's a pretty odd situation there. I I didn't see Okereke not getting the start. I don't know. I didn't. I yeah, didn't get to see it. Weird. Right, I didn't see any more any more information on it, you especially know. with him being the team's second leading tackler by far margin. Right, right. I mean, he's got thirty three tackles, and the next closest has nineteen, and that's your corner. Mm. Zaire Franklin has forty five to lead the team, but yeah, that was kind of uh, it was weird. I'm I'm definitely. I'm definitely on alert with that. I mean, well, now without without Leonard there this week, obviously it's Gokara came Franklin. But what happens? It yeah. I'm just I'll I'll be curious to see what that looks like again when uh, Leonard's back. I mean, if he does make it back, um, yeah, I didn't I didn't see that coming. So that's something to yeah, watch. But a couple I mean, things. Just... I agree with you on the Zaire and Okariki. I'd also go ahead and start Speed too if you need to in a deep deep league. Speed's been playing good this year. No, it's been smaller snap share or whatever, but he's really played pretty good. Um, and then I'll agree with uh, our good buddy, Sean, that always uh, listens and follows all of our work and participates. Um, shout out, Sean. He, he, he's the man. Big shout out to Sean. He is. He said it in our listener league when we were talking about it. This stuff wouldn't have happened to Darius Leonard. <laughs> That's right. I did see that. <laughs> no way this happens to Darius, the yeah, maniac Leonard. This happens to Shaquille Leonard. Yeah. Yeah. It's karma. I believe in karma. Karma's real, <laughs> Kyle. Yeah, it's been a it's been a tough spot start. Yeah, I mean, for, right. uh, oh, no, you've got that real look thing. of disbelief in karma, Kyle. Don't do it. No, I don't. I believe in karma as well, buddy. I would. I'm with yeah. you. Scared me for a minute. Cause, I know. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. We're good. Uh, Karma's a bitch. She's real. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, all right. On to some yeah. Packer news here. Ugh. Do we have a- to? Yep. Too bad. Adrian Amos, Gre- Adrian Amos left Green Bay's week four game with a concussion. Um, after Amos left, it was Rudy Ford who filled in. And um, if Amos is unable to uh, clear protocol and be ready for the London game against the Giants, I, I suspect it would be Rudy Ford filling in for him. He could be a last-minute pickup if you need it. Um, and then the Packers signed linebacker Eric Wilson off the Saints practice squad, I believe. Um, Wilson, yes. I mean, we've – We've we've seen Wilson before. It's this is just a depth signing because Green Bay's they they could use it um, being it with Chris Barnes on IR. Um, so Wilson gives them a fourth linebacker behind Devondre Campbell, Quay Walker, and Isaiah McDuffie, and, and Wilson can play some special team snaps. So um, nice little depth signing for Green Bay there. Um, yeah. Julian Love left the Giants week four game with a concussion. Man, it was just a week of concussions. Jeez. It's, oh. 
tough, tough injury week. Um, and he was playing so freaking well. Nah, he's, he's been awesome. I picked him up in quite a few spots. And uh, yeah, man, we were been... talking about him a little bit last week yep. too. If I absolutely, correctly. yeah, yep, absolutely. Um, so he left this week's game with a concussion, and um, it was Dane rookie Dane Belton, um, your boy from the Iowa Hawkeyes. Mm. Who uh, who filled in and he had some uh, some nice looks up in the box, but um, they also brought in Landon Collins for a visit on Monday. I hadn't seen if he had signed or anything or if it was imminent, as they always say. Uh, oh, but familiar face. Um, so that's that's something to keep an eye on. Um, but uh, yeah, Julian Love uh, was a bummer this week. He got hurt, but if he's out I, right now, if he's out, I would say Dane Belton would be the would be the pickup. But um, keep an eye on the Landon Collins news. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, mm. Him go, going back home, of course, it's going to be at a much, 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 much yeah. cheaper deal. But um, mm. for the you right betcha. price, I think he's worth bringing back, right? Yeah, I mean, especially when you consider, he you know. probably help you a little bit at linebacker if he wanted was, to. Absolutely. It's exactly what I was going to say. They brought back – so they, they brought in Jalen Smith, and he played like – 31 snaps, like it was 50% of the snaps this week. Jalen Smith, um, he actually outsnapped. How is he still playing in the league? How? I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, but no, yeah, I mean, like you said, if you bring Collins in and you want to run some three safety looks like they did a few weeks ago, big time with uh, Julian Love basically playing yeah. up in the box as a second linebacker. I mean, they could, if they think Collins has some juice left, you know, that's it's yeah. interesting. It's interesting. Like you said, coming back home, but much cheaper price. Yeah. <laughs> um, Steelers coach Mike Tomlin said Mika Fitzpatrick is dealing with a knee injury. Uh, he might miss some practice time this week to manage the issue, but it does not sound like he is in real danger of sitting on Sunday. So just uh, just something to keep an eye on. Um, Fitzpatrick's one of uh, one of the better safeties for us in IDP, so anything newsworthy. What a freaking know, year he's having, too. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, – he just keeps on rolling, so just keep an eye on that throughout the week, and then a little bit of Tennessee love to finish to finish the news and notes. Tennessee Titans elevated linebacker Joe Schober to the main roster, and he actually uh, he saw what about 24, 25 snaps this week. It was him and Dylan Cole. Uh, yeah, um, uh, yeah, because um, Zach Cunningham was out, so yep, yep. Um, Schobert played. 24 snaps, so six tackles, four solos, a forced fumble. Hey, if he can give us that every week, I'll hey. take it. Bill and Cole didn't do too you bad either, really. No, and you get you get Schobert. See, I think Schobert's just like Martinez in a way. He's too good to keep off the field, I think. And He didn't look very good in Denver, He can though. give you some – right, but you I'll, can get – his little stint with Denver wasn't pretty, but hopefully it's better now. <laughs> right, and maybe it was just some rust or whatever, but sure. I like I like Schobert in Tennessee. I, I think he's even with Cunningham and um, David Long because they've not been playing well. Right, yeah, you're, you're and then Cunningham was out, so I I think that kind of led to them signing. Schobert, right? He, he initially went to the practice squad or whatever, and like you always say, we a lot of fire under them boys. Oh yeah, you've got a lot of fire under their ass. <laughs> yeah, you know, fun talk about. 
But I can uh, just I would I would give anything to be in the uh, in the locker room. Aaron Vrabel <laughs> just freaking chewing ass. Yeah, that would be. You uh, know he ain't like, taking no crap off him foals. No, no way. I, I'd like to be a fly on the wall, man. But I'll tell you. What. Yeah, you mentioned Dylan Cole, and he's somebody I've liked even back at Houston, right? Mm-hmm. Um, has kind of more or less been a backup his whole career. Um, but he is. Already got 13 tackles, um, a pass deflection. He started this past week. So his 13 tackles, I mean, if you go back and look the last few years, 13 this year, 16, 6, 16, 13. He had 32 his rookie year. So with at the pace he's at, he's definitely going to have some career high numbers. And I think he's a, uh, a Mike Vrabel type guy. Um, I don't know how much he's really going to help you in special teams, right? You would probably have to play in the league where you're what, Kyle, starting five-plus linebackers, right? I think if you're in that type of situation, like DWC, where you can start four to eight linebackers, I think it is. Mm-hmm. <coughs> right. So if you're in a league where you can start a lot of linebackers, I think there's some value there because you're – at that point, you're getting really deep into the the position. So sure, especially if uh, Cunningham misses time, then he's worth considering in deep, deep, deep. Leagues. Yeah, and I'm not sure exactly what that was. Um, I'll have to dig on that because that was kind of a surprise to me that he didn't play. So, um, and now that I look back, you know they elevated Showbert this week off the off the practice squad. So I think mm-hmm. maybe that was the sign, right? The, Right. That was the telltale sign, them elevating him. Hmm. Hey, something's wrong here. So um, I'll dig into that. Um, it does that for our news and notes. Um, before we get to our IDP players of the week, um, we want to thank trophysmack.com uh, for being one of our biggest sponsors. Man, we say it every week. Plaques, trophies, rings, belts. Mm-hmm. They've got stuff for losers, high-quality stuff. Um, They are gracious enough to uh, supply our listener leagues with rings each year. Uh, We thank them for that. Um, Just check out or ask any of our uh, listener league winners. They'll they'll tell you how good a quality that stuff is. Um, And you can go to our uh, IDP Nation page, scroll down to the bottom, or click on the Sponsors page and click the link and get a good discount. Uh, they got all kinds of stuff going on, so be sure to check them out. And then speaking of our listener leagues, we want to thank MFL, right? Because they they sponsor our listener leagues as well. Um, you get what you pay Absolutely. for, right? You know, they're, mm-hmm. I, I still think they are the best in the industry. Um, like I said, anytime I've had an issue and I've went and asked, they fixed it right away, whether it's submitting a ticket or – reaching out to them on social media. They've always fixed it and uh, or, or told me how to fix it. So um, we thank them for that. And they do a lot of stuff charity-wise is another thing that they do, um, not just our listener leagues, but like the IDP Invitational and Scott Fishbowl and, and all these major charity leagues, they do a lot there. So uh, they should be commended for that. But um Players of the week, Kyle. 
Yeah, players of the week. Here I we like go. This and, little thing. I, I, we need to keep this in our uh, repertoire because I like it. Hey, and it was your idea. So, look at you. Well, you know, it's all you have is good ideas, right? I've not had a bad one yet. Okay. So my player of the I'm week is someone. Right, right, right. My uh, my my player of the week, is someone who's <laughs> near and dear to, to my my little heart here, and that's Rashawn Gary. Um, oh Jesus. Hey, Rashawn oh, Gary. Jesus. Rashawn Gary had a big week. Seven tackles, four solos, a tackle for loss, two sacks, two quarterback hits, a forced fumble, and a fumble recovery. Um, he was huge for the Packers defense and really made some big plays in a game that was all sluggish as hell for Green Bay to really get it going. Um, and I have Rashawn Gary on quite a few of my rosters. So he was he not only had a big week in general on the NFL, on the NFL field and um, just in fantasy in general, but on quite a few of my rosters. So Rashawn Gary was easily my player of the week. He came up huge for me in quite a few leagues and huge for my, my favorite yep. team. So pretty easy pick for me. This yeah, week. I yeah. I got a f- him in a few leagues too. Uh, actually our buddy do uh traded him to me. I think I know in one league, maybe two. So um, shout out do Yeah. He's done. Yeah. Shout out do Um but this is kind of like a coming out party for Gary this year, right? Yeah, I mean he he had a good year last year, but he's he's putting everybody on. Well, I think this when year. they let Zadarius go, that kind of that was kind of the writing on the wall. Here you go, Gary. It's time to put up or shut up, right? Right. You know, and he had a good year last yeah. year, and this year he's he's taking it up another yeah. level, which they were banking on. And now he's going to cost them a lot of money, but he's earning it, so I'm fine with it. Yeah, and I think they pay right. He's a he's oh. a young guy producing. Yeah, yeah, he's no he's chance. He, well, I don't want to say there's no chance he leaves. There's always a chance, but they lock you him up long term, right? They don't. They don't let him get out of Green Bay. I don't it'd think. be it'd be a huge mistake if they let him go. So, I think so too. Yep. Um, I like that pick, Kyle. Good one. Um, Thank you. I love you more than a kind of human said. <laughs> oh hell. You ain't 21 yet. Damn. Easy, Kyle. Easy. See, I told you, this job, days off in the week. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, but focus. Focus, Hollywood. Focus. All right. You got it. You so got my this. player of the week, I, 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 I do. Yeah. Well, you know, I was looking around, and, and there was a lot of good players, right? I thought about mm-hmm. Zaire Franklin. Uh, with a huge tackle numbers, even with Winnard back. Um, mm-hmm. I thought about Dre Greenlaw, who we saw last night with the monster game. What was it you said? 15 tackles, 12 solos. 12 solos. Yep, 12 solos. Yeah, yep. Freaking yep. amazing. Huge game. Um, and I was like, you know, that's – and there were some other players, you know, uh, mm-hmm. Jonathan Allen with the eight tackles, a sack, and a forced fumble, I think it was. I mean, there was a lot of players – had really, really good weeks. And uh, I'd looked at this guy a couple times and I was like, you know what? For the position he's playing and the output that he he gave last week, it's kind of hard to not nominate him. And if you can play him as a corner, for whatever reason, it's even bigger. And I'm going with LaMarcus Joyner of the Jets. Nice. 
um, at Pittsburgh in a 24-20 win, by the way. Um, six tackles, one solo. Now you're saying, oh, what's so great about that? Six tackles, only one solo. Yeah, I'll give you that. But he had two interceptions, and he had four pass deflections. Solid. That's huge. Huge. You know what I heard today, too? I was listening to a podcast, and they said, Kenny Pickett. Was you listening to IDP Nation on all of your podcast uh- stuff? <laughs> Well, not because we had we had recorded after this week after this week's games yet. Otherwise, well, you can go always back and you can go back um, and listen to me on previous episodes, Kyle. I know. I always listen to you. Okay. That's all I do. All right. Um, you They said Kenny Pickett or Kenny Pickett didn't throw a pass that touched the the touched the ground on Sunday. <laughs> he, he was Wait, ten of He didn't throw a pass that touched the ground on Sunday after he came in. He, he was 10 of 13, 10 completions, and his incompletions were three interceptions. Damn, if I, if I ever heard it a backhanded comment, that was it right there. <laughs> that's what I, wow. Hey, I, did, I didn't come out. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what I had heard today. I thought that was an interesting you know stat. I can't fire you tonight because I like that. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yep. 10 of 13 for 120 yards and three interceptions. <laughs> and no pass hit the ground. That is awesome. No, not a pass hit the ground. They all got caught. <laughs> oh wow wow so i yeah. like that picket hey joiner caught two of them right so all right yeah so big shout outs to our players of the week lamarcus joiner rashawn gary yeah. um, picks. that's awesome um main event time so this is something you brought up last week yep um and I think it went over pretty well. Um, if it didn't, let us know. We'll, we'll change what we're doing here. Absolutely, so we're doing yeah. a three up, three down for our main event. So, you know, if you would like to hear specific positions and make it a five up, five down, we can do that. But uh, like I said, let us know. So right now we're doing linebacker, defensive line, defensive back. Um Three up, three down. Three that we like at each position, or one at each position, we like one that we don't. Um, So let's go with linebacker, Kyle. You are up first. All right, so my linebacker, my up pick is Drew Tranquil for the Los Angeles Chargers. So Tranquil, for the first time this season, saw 100% snap share this week. Um, His previous high was 84%. Um, so he, he had a nice week he had 11 tackles, um, and played every snap and also significant is he, um, wore the coveted green dot as the play caller for the first time too. So tranquil, that's, that's intriguing. Yeah. So tranquil, I mean, are we finally, are we finally going to get an every down linebacker, um, for the chargers here and tranquil, is usually a pretty solid producer when he gets enough volume. So um, I, I'm liking this for Tranquil play, playing every down and getting play calling duties. It, that, that tells me they want him on the field. And, uh, yeah, so he's he's my linebacker on the way up. How about yeah, I you? Like that. Yeah, I like oh, that. Ahead. I mean, he's kind of always flirted around. There's always been that temptation with him, right? Um, mm-hmm. 
the first two weeks of the season, he he makes starts. So he started the first two games, and he basically had identical weeks, right? Six tackles, four solos, two assists each week. Uh, the only difference was week one he had the twenty yard uh, interception with the pass deflection. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't start the week before with Jacksonville, but he started last week, this past week at Houston. Um, 23 tackles, 16 solos in two games, in those two games. Um, if he can continue to play like that, he is a tier one linebacker easily, right? Yeah, I mean, it's if if he's going to get uh, full time snaps, I'm definitely intrigued. Um, I I and, was on. And here's train- you another caveat: even play him for this week. If you don't believe, play him this week because they traveled to Cleveland this week. He's played one game against the Browns in his career, and that was a year ago. And guess what? He had 11 tackles in that game. So and the, and the Browns um, ain't scared to run it. Ain't scared to run it. They ain't Chubb scared to run it. Um, so. Yeah, so I over under 10 and a half tackles. Where are you going with that? If you're into the uh prop bet, 10 and a, 10 and a half cuz I'm going to get I would say 10, but I'm going to give you the hook here. So, 10 and a half mm. over under on tackles this week. I you know I I've I've been I've been in on Tranquil all off season, so I ain't quitting now. I'll give him I'll take the hook and I'll go over. That a boy Kyle. Don't be scared. I like it. Yeah, I would. I think I lean that way too. Um, now we're gonna have. Hey, over. we're gonna have to check that line Sunday. Yeah, yeah. W- remind me, and we'll do we're it. Gonna, um, we, we might have to bet that. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that would be a, a pretty good odds on that. If I'm guessing right out the gate, but because uh, that's a lot. Ten and a half tackles is a lot, but I think he sure could do is. it. So, uh, um. So my linebacker up, and it's somebody I kind of mentioned just a few seconds ago, right? Um, I went with Zaire Franklin with Indianapolis, even with nice. Leonard coming back, even though he left, um, Zaire has played lots out. Mm. Um, lots to like here. I, I mean – he started every game this year. He's played every single defensive snap this year. Every game, all four games, 100%. Um, usually, if you're that type of a player, you're not playing a whole lot of special team snaps. But he is. 17 week one, 53%, 13 week two, 65%. Now the last two weeks it kind of has dropped. Nine play uh nine plays 39%, seven plays 30%, but that's pretty high special teams snap count. Um and he's gotten better every week. Eight tackles week one, 10 tackles week two, 12 week three, and 15 last week. Um You know, I don't think it matters that Leonard is back or not. He, I think right now he's the guy. Okariki has it kind of, 
you know, everybody thought he was going to be that guy, but it's been Franklin, right? Um, even with EJ Speed stepping up a little bit, it's still been Franklin has been the man. So, yeah, I'm, I'm rolling with Franklin right now. Even I don't even care if Leonard comes back at this point. Um, I think it's Franklin. He, he's certainly been really – a really solid producer since he's been out the first four games. And then he came back this last week, Leonard did, and he got hurt and Franklin just continued to do what he was doing. Um, right. I mean, the the biggest takeaway for me um, with Franklin is, I mean, I, I just continue to hold him even when Leonard comes back to see how this shakes out. Oh I yeah. Mean, you EJ, got to. EJ speeds taking a backseat to the other three snapshot wise when they're all together this week. Yes. So, Okariki still out snapped him, even though he didn't get to start. So, but Frank, if I mean, when even when Leonard comes back, I would still hold Franklin and see how this all plays out. And I mean, Leonard's just struggling to stay healthy in general. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I like the Franklin call here. Um, you know, being that he was the only one to play every snap this week. And Okariki, it was that weird situation where he didn't start and whatever, but yeah, um, I mean, Franklin's Franklin's doing his thing, and he's producing 15 tackles this week. Is that's no joke? So, um, I like the call. So, our down linebackers. So, my my uh, my linebacker, my down linebacker Ooh. this week is uh, Cody Barton. Um, he was a a sleeper uh, favorite before the season. He had some nice games to start the year. He had 10 tackles week one, 11 week two. Um, you know, you've seen some full-time snap shares. And then this week, his snap share dropped to 62%. He played 46 defensive snaps, which is a good amount, but it was only 62%. So well below his previous, uh, you know, 94% week one, 96% week two, 100% week three. So that's a significant drop here. And I'm worried um, this could be something going forward because the last couple of weeks he's not graded well and he struggled on the field. So um, I and not... he didn't start this past week either. Sure. Um, yeah. Exactly. And uh, yeah. So the, the significant drop in snap share. Um, he, his plays struggled. I'm worried this week. I'm only starting him in if you have to as a deep deep league guy. I, if you can afford to sit him for a week to see how this plays out for a better option for a guy who's seeing a full-time role, um, I, I would make that choice because I'm not sure uh, I'm not sure what his snapshot is going to look like coming off a, a big-time uh, decline. So um, a little worried there. Yeah, good call. Yeah, rightfully so. I agree with you. I th- there's definitely um, some concern there. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm going with Malik Reed, and I know you're saying, what? You told me to pick him up, and I did. Um, when T.J. Watt went down, right, looking at the depth chart, they traded for him in the offseason. Um, he was really their best option, I thought. A lot of people thought. Um, he has started the last two games, and he's playing, well, week three played 79%, 57 snaps. Then week four, it dropped. 53%, only 37 snaps. Um, it just, and maybe it'll it'll click and it'll happen. Um, Cincinnati, one tackle. New England, 
four tackles, two solos, a quarterback hit. Cleveland, two tackles, one solo. And then last week against the Jets, one tackle, one quarterback hit. I really thought he would be not the same, but he would be a decent fill-in for T.J. Watt, right? Because you just can't replace him, but he would be a decent fill-in. Because we've seen in his past, eight mm-hmm. sacks two years ago, five sacks last year, a pretty decent fill-in until yeah. you can get him back. And they made or a point to go get, get him. Right, and if you look, 33 pressures two years ago, 22 last year. Mm-hmm. So I really thought he might be the guy. And maybe, you know, with what you've got invested in him, because you probably picked him up off waivers. So you don't have really anything in him. Maybe mm-hmm. you hold on to him. Um, but right now it looks, you know, I admit it, it looks like I'm completely wrong here. I've got him in a few places, and I'm wondering – do I need to drop him and go pick somebody else up? Do I need to drop him and maybe promote somebody off my taxi squad? Um, they have Buffalo this week, so I don't think he's going to rebound there. Um, you got Tampa the following week. I don't think he rebounds there. Um I think at best it's week seven against Miami where he's had some success. Uh, One game um, back in 2026 tackles, one and a half sacks, which, you know, two years ago, that's a lot different team. But I don't see it happening in any of the next two weeks, especially against Buffalo and Tampa. You know, it looks like I'm wrong. So maybe you drop him and – pick somebody else up or, or do like I think I'm going to do and um, pr- promote somebody off my taxi squad in a few leagues. Um, you know, we, we get up here and talk about all of our hits, Kyle, but, you know, I'm looks like I'm missing right now. And I've got nothing to say that it's going to turn around at this point. Oh, it, dude, it happens. I was all about picking Malik, Malik Reed up as well. Um, you know, they, they made right. well, I think it. I just, I like to talk about our misses too. Oh yeah. We have, anybody we have plenty of can talk about your hits, right? And yeah. nobody's perfect, but if you can own up to your misses, I think that gives you a little yeah. more credibility, valid validation or whatever. Not that we're the greatest. We never claim to be. No, but, um, never, never do. Yeah. No, I, I, know, I agree. Dude. It's you, you make moves and you, it, they don't work out. So. Yep, and it's part of the it's part of the deal, right? We always try our best to uh, to give good recommendations. Sometimes they don't they don't work out, and um, I mean Malik Reed, you know, was uh, was primed to step up. They had made it a made it a point to go get him as a depth guy, and then you know he was going to be thrust into a bigger role, and we were hoping for better uh, results, and it just didn't work out, and that happens. It's part of the deal. We've seen this before in IDP; it comes with right. territory. But with your hits come misses, and own them both up, and you know, keep on keeping on. Well, All right. defensive lineman up. I see we are going to tighten up right here. Uh-huh. All right. Um, so I'll go first. My my uh, my D my defensive lineman on the way up here uh, is Danico Autry. Um, I wrote him up for my waiver article this week. Uh, Danico I saw Autry, that. Danico Autry. 
has been getting just steady pressure to start the season. He's top 10 and he's tied for 10th, 9th or 10th in pressures with 16. He's got a 13.9% pressure rate. Um, so he's been getting after it. Um, he had a sack in week two and then week three against uh, the Raiders didn't record a defensive statistic, but he still got some pressure. Um, so he's still, you know, making shit happen. And then this week, boom, that pressure hits and he gets two sacks, right? So that's what happens when you're, when you're getting pressure, eventually, you know, we're, we're hoping that that turns into results and it happened this week after a down week. So, um, you know, Danica Autry, with the, the nice two-sack week, and you guys um, have a very nice matchup for him next week as you take on the Washington Commanders, who are just um, – well, they're leading, they're leading the league in sacks a lot. Carson Wentz has been sacked 17 times. Well, actually, I don't know if that still holds after – uh, Matt Stafford got sacked 47 times last night. It did seem like 47. Oh, I swear yeah. Every time I looked yeah. at the screen, yeah. it yeah. seemed like he was going down. So, yeah, it was. Yeah. But, but anyway, uh, Carson Wentz is getting sacked at a high rate right now. It was uh, highest in the league when I wrote the article. And Autry's been getting, Autry's been getting pressure all season. And uh, it's kind of quietly going unnoticed here. And um, yeah, he had a really nice week in a in a ga- big game, big division win for you guys. And he has a really nice matchup against Washington's banged up O line. And Carson Wentz will take sacks. So I I like Autry going forward here. So yeah, and I love that. I saw I saw your article last week, and I was like, yes, because that made perfect sense. And the one thing you didn't mention. Is it was a revenge game, right? He's going back to Indy. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, where yeah, he yeah, played. yeah. Um good point, good point. And he, he just straight balled out against him. So I I really, really love that. And he's being super efficient, right? You were talking mm-hmm. about that a minute ago. Um he's got nine pressures on the year with three sacks. So that's huge. That's that's huge. Um his missed tackle rates down. So yeah, I like. You know, he's kind of played predominantly defensive end, but he's his first two years he played defensive tackle, right? And I right. think Tennessee's kind of moving him around. I, I wish I had that access, and maybe you can tell me um, tell you right. his defensive oh, yeah. tackle, defensive end number. Oh, uh, no, he's – But they kind of move uh, him around in the matchup. Yeah, he's playing a lot of uh... – a lot of Leo and right end in Rio. So, I mean, he's not seeing a ton of time on the interior. Um, it's, it's mostly, uh, Odon, Odon left end, right end, or Leo Rio. He's, he's, he's not, um, he's not spent a lot of time inside, which is, um, which is good for, uh, for pass rush. Cause it's always, uh, it's always good to get away from those inside doubles. If you're, uh, you know, get eaten up on the interior. So, Right. Um, so you talked about us tighten up. We were, uh, I think, kind of tighten up, same wavelength here. I went with Rashad Weaver, right? Um, mm-hmm. Man, and he has been, whew, he has been a freaking wrecking ball in year two. Um, just lighting people up. Um, he's played all four games. And he has four sacks, uh, four TFLs, um, eight tackles, 
you know, four for a loss, uh, six quarterback hits. I mean, you name it, he's done it. But the interesting thing here is he's only started one game, and that was week three against Vegas, the Raiders. But despite only starting one game, his snap count has been off the charts. You would think looking at his snap count, he was a starter. Week one well, against put, the Giants, he played 48%. He's, only, he only he's played, playing a starter's volume, right? So that's all we really want to see. Right. He only played you know. 29 snaps against the Giants, 48%. But the last three weeks against Buffalo, the Raiders, and Indy, he's played 84%, 81%, and 70%. So, Solid volume. Huge volume, but when you're getting the production, right? When you're getting mm-hmm. four tackle or four sacks of four games with the quarterback hits, mm-hmm. um, you know, he's got eight pressures, and he's a circumstance of Harold Landry being out, the linebackers not really playing. Bud Dupree's far. got a bad hip, um, Bud Dupree yeah. keeps in and out, so <clears throat> yeah, I mean. I think it's Autry, Simmons, and and uh, Weaver. I think are that's your three, mm-hmm. and Weaver's holding his own right now. So I was kind of skeptical on him a little bit. I'm like, you know, year two, mm-hmm. but the numbers are there, the volumes there, and the production's there, and that's what you want. And I think uh, I don't, I don't even think we've begun to see the tip of the iceberg. And Mike Vrabel absolutely loves Weaver. Um, that's one thing. You know, he he kind of kind of slow played it a little bit, but now when he talks about him, you can see him kind of light up. He raves about him, so yeah, definitely love uh, Weaver right now. And he's been it's been huge for you guys because uh, um all the injuries, right? Like you said, uh, uh, Landry was out before the season. Now uh, Bud Dupree's been banged up, so that somebody's got to step with that pass rush and. And Rashad Weaver and and Autry as well. I mean, it's been uh, it's been huge for you guys as your uh, your pass rush unit's been banged up here. So we're we're tightening up, and they both have, like we said, a prime matchup this week against a Washington oh, yeah. team who who uh, who does allow a few sacks here and there. So tighten up, tighten up. <laughs> All right, defensive line down. And I think these two are almost identical, right? I, mean, I, I kind of think different players, different teams, but they're almost identical in ever since. Yeah, no, it's uh, t- it's two veterans that have been productive throughout their careers, and we were liking this year. Um, I'll, I'll go first. My guy is Chandler Jones. Um Goes to the Raiders. We're all excited. I was excited about him. Him and Max Crosby pairing up. It was going to be them wreaking havoc. Um, well, Crosby's been doing his part, but Chandler Jones certainly hasn't been doing his. Um, you know, through four games, the snaps are there. He's he's played 90% of the snaps the first two weeks, both weeks. 69% week three, 89% week four. So, I mean, that's an 85% snap share on the season. So, plenty of volume. No sacks, one tackle for loss, and eight total tackles. That's it. 
four four quarterback hits. So the fact that he doesn't have a sack yet and one, only one tackle for loss, I mean, we're not getting splash plays here. Uh, it's been such a bummer of a start here for Chandler Jones. A guy a lot of IDP managers and analysts were excited about before the season being um, – being that Vegas went out and got him, pairing him up with Max Crosby, and it's been just it's been uh it's been super disappointing and I'm I'm uh, I'm out. <laughs> I'm you know, it's it's been a pretty bad four weeks and uh I don't know. I'm I'm uh I think I'm out on Chandler Jones. So who's yeah, who's I, your I'm with you because I thought when he went to the Raiders, right? Pairing up with Max Crosby. Um, I just thought, man, this is, this is going to be a a perfect matchup. He's so much better than Ngakwe and, and Ngakwe had what a couple good seasons there. And I was like, man, if if he can do that, then Jones order just ball. But, um, and it's just not clicked. And this, all this is, I was going to say, you know, all this is going to do is trigger the, uh, the, the inevitable Chandler Jones four or five sack game that he has every year. That <laughs> right. right, you know the deal. We've, we've seen this. <laughs> yes. See this every year. The monster game. So, yeah, yeah. So he'll be on everybody's bench, and, and which then... leads right into mine. Yep, fire away. Robert Quinn of the Giants, right? Yep. Kind of the, the Bears. Exact... The Bears, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, the Bears. Yeah. Um, yep. Kind of the exact same. Mole player, you know, the veteran player, um, mm-hmm. playing 70 plus percent snaps every week. Dipped what did he have? 18 and a half. What do you have? 18 and a half sacks last year? Yeah, he had uh, 18 and a half. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and it's the second time that he's had 18 or more in his career. Remember, he had 19 yeah. uh, back in 2013 with uh, the Rams. Um, Man, he has just been just like Jones. He's been invisible. Um, mm-hmm. He has a combined six tackles in four games, four starts, six tackles, um, four solos, one sack, one TFL, two quarterback hits. Um, just, I, I don't know. I think Mac meant more to that team than people realized. Mm-hmm. And and we talk about it in real football, right? The box score don't always show your impact or what you mean to a team. And I think I think Mac was kind of that guy. I know Mac got hurt and missed a lot of the season, but through the first seven games, he was balling and he was playing lights out. Um with Robert Quinn, he's doing it now in Sandy Earth, excuse me, Los Angeles with the Chargers. So I don't know what the deal is this year with uh, with Robert Quinn, but he's not the Robert Quinn we've seen before. Um, and the scary thing is, he's always had a huge drop off after a big sack season. Yep. Um, you know, he had the 19, he dropped to 10 and a half, which is a pretty significant drop, but 10 and a half sacks is nothing to sneeze at. Uh, right. and then he went to Dallas, he had 11 and a half, then he dropped off to two. Mm-hmm. He went to Chicago, he had 18 and a half, and now he's sitting at one through four games. So uh, 
but I still liked him in Chicago. I thought he would be, you know, kind of like Chandler Jones. I thought he'd be the big dog, and it's just not happened. So, you know, I've missed on both of those because I have Jones and Quinn in, in quite a few places. So, you know, we're week five now. I got to think if he doesn't show me something this week, depending on where my fantasy team is, if he doesn't show me something this week, then I'm probably looking for a better option to try to turn my season around a little bit. Yeah. No, I mean, he's, I think he nailed it, you know, before we gave our two picks, like these guys are along the same lines, veterans that we liked and they've been almost identical, like, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, Chadwick Jones don't, don't he, he doesn't even have one sack yet. So, I mean, he's, <laughs> but no, it's, yeah, it's, they've both been disappointing and, um, let's queue up the Chandler Jones four sack game because we probably just talked it into existence and same for Quinn. So probably, but right. uh, yeah, yeah, but no, man, uh, it's, uh, it's two, two veterans we like that have been certainly disappointing to start the year. All right, let's move to defensive back. Um, so my defensive, my, my defense back on the way up is, uh, Deshaun Elliott from the Detroit Lions. So the Lions lost uh, Tracy Walker last week. We talked about that. Um, it was Juju Hughes who filled in for uh, Walker after he exited last week's game. Well, this week it wasn't Juju Hughes next to Deshaun Elliott. Deshaun Elliott had been, um, you know, a full-time starter there in, in Detroit. And um, uh, next to him this week was the rookie Kirby Joseph from Illinois. Um, and Juju Hughes was indeed just a one-week wonder, unfortunately, um, if you picked him up in the league. But, uh, but yeah, it was a really good week for Deshaun Elliott. Um, he led the uh, Detroit defense uh, with 11 tackles, and he saw 40 snaps um, up in the box slot area, which we know is, uh, is, is good for his IDP production for defensive backs. So he 40 of his 67 defensive snaps up in the box slot area. And those 40 snaps up in that prime area was his highest total um, of the season. So a slight uptick uh, up for, uh, for Elliot and, and just, and actually just in straight box snaps, he had 30 in the box and his previous high was 20 in week three. So um, Kirby Joseph mainly play mainly aligned deep at free safety. Like I said, and Elliot got a few more snaps up in the box. So, that's definitely intriguing um, going forward here to see if that tandem um, is, is what they go with in Detroit going forward um, because it could mean a few more box snaps for Elliott, which uh, is always uh, a nice thing for defensive backs in their IDP production. Um, and Kirby Joseph, um, you know, it, it's, it's always cool to see uh, a rookie get some run here. Um, so he's a, he's a dynasty uh, stash to, check your waiver wire for it looks like he should have a pretty significant role going forward unless they decide to shift gears but um it was just cool to see the rookie get some run but unfortunately that came in the expense of juju hughes who we all might have put a claim in for after he filled in for walker but um uh moral of the story is uh deshaun elliott with a little more box slot usage is good for his idp production and i hope that that's uh we continue to see that slight uptick in, in usage in that area so i, I like i like elliot going forward as a as a nice defensive back um for us and if he's on your wire i'd definitely pick him up i picked him up in a couple leagues here today actually that had tuesday waivers yeah, yeah. and i'm kind of kind of surprised by that because 
I have always been a fan of Elliott, even with Baltimore, right? He had a nice um, year in Baltimore. He had that one real big year in Baltimore. Yeah, the uh, 2020, 86 or shoot, 80 tackles, 51 solos, um, two and a half sacks, um, four pass deflections, two forced fumbles. I mean, he did a little bit of everything, mate. He sure. started all 16 games for him. Um, and then he just fell out of favor last year. Well, he started six for six. I think he got hurt. So, um, whatever. But yeah, for Detroit, man, he has been on fire. Mm-hmm. And you hate to see Tracy Walker get hurt, but Deshaun Elliott's been balling this year for them. Uh, I think yeah, he no- fits exactly what, um, yeah. Matt yeah, Campbell he's- wants to do defensively, right? He really fits that. So, yeah, absolutely. And it, the extra snaps, I mean, he's been playing full-time all year and the extra snaps up in the box is always good, always good for production, like I already said. So it's, it seems like uh, he's a guy trending in the right direction here. So I, I like, I like Elliot going forward here to see if this sticks. So who's your, who's your defensive back yeah. on the way up here? Yeah. So mine on the way up, I mean, he's just, you've heard me talk about him a lot, especially in college, Andre Cisco for the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's your um, boy. Don't know. You know, last year was a rookie, 17 games, only got three starts, um, but played pretty well. 26 tackles, 19 solos, uh, a couple pass deflections, a couple forced fumbles. So you could see what you saw in college, right? Because in college, he was a big hitter, downhill thumper, but he wasn't limited to that because – he was so aggressive, he would miss tackles at times. But if, if he got a lineup on you, you were toast. Um, <laughs> but he's a ball hawk, you know, led the led the NCAA at, in interceptions as a freshman and was second uh, in the nation as a sophomore. So he's got ball hawk skills he can cover. Um, he's a playmaker. The new regime is in playmaker, and he has played, started all four games for the new regime played 100 snaps every single game. He's playing uh I would say he's playing roughly 30% of the snaps on special teams and it's went up the last couple weeks. But he's been amazing. Um just he's doing everything. The tackles, 5654, five, right? Not great, but not bad. Uh he's got two interceptions. This past week he had a pick six for 59 yards that he run turn for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Uh so he's doing a little bit of everything, and I think he just needed the opportunity, right? Year two, uh, they're giving him a chance to go, and why not? Because Jacksonville has been so talent-deprived, right? And then mm-hmm. you had the shit show that was freaking uh, Urban Meyer last year. And who knows what kind of talent they had and just didn't know how to utilize it. But yep. now you've got a new coaching staff in there. They're using these young guys. Hey, what can you do for us now? And he plays in a division where he can feast, right? Indianapolis, Tennessee, uh, Houston. You know, they're going to run the ball. They're going to throw it when they get behind. So it's kind of the best of both worlds for Cisco. You know, he's going to get those tackles early until Jacksonville is out of it, if they're out of it. Um, And once they're – if they do get behind, he's got the ability – to cover really good. So yeah, I think he's a, he's a complete safety right now. Yeah. That's your guy, man. You were all over him at Syracuse and 
Yeah, he, he is. He's my dude. You know, yeah. and he he got a bad shake, and and I get it. Right, he was so aggressive. He was missing tackles. The gambler. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes those gamblers are just. They're just too damn good to keep off the field. Well, I, I mean, it, they, well, sure, they, but it, they it, miss it, a lot of tackles, or they do this, or they do that. But they make so many damn, or so damn many impact plays. It makes up for it, right? Well, yeah, and then they actually reel it in a little bit when they realize you got to be where you're supposed to be in the NFL. And gambling one too many times will get you put to the bench, right? So you'll still make your plays, but you also it will. Right, you know what I mean. If you want to get on the field, you gotta you gotta, you gotta know your responsibility. So, yeah, he was uh, he was a gambler playmaker, and he, maybe now that he's uh, been in there and and, and you know realize you got to maybe reel it in a little bit. But I mean, you can't you're not gonna take the playmaker out of him. He's just gonna pick his spots instead of picking a lot of spots. Right. <laughs> That's the thing, right? Right. So. Yeah, I like I like the Cisco call, and that's I, he's a fun player, man. He like you said, he's he's just a dude that make makes plays. He, he really is, and he's um, so good. He's not the biggest guy, but he is not scared to come up and hit you. And I would those guys are oh, always he'll feisty. Hit you like a ton of bricks, and then those, two plays later, drop back and take, and take it to the house. Yeah, it's he's a feisty safety, and those guys are fun as hell to watch. I, I'm with you, man. I started him in one of my home league or in my home league, and. Uh, Dude was freaking pissed because I benched Jesse Bates and started him. And he's like, oh, he's like, you cheated, you cheated, you know something. I was like, I just know the dude's good, man. I yep. just know the dude's good. That's all you need to know, right? <laughs> you know, they hate me because they ain't me, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, defensive backs are, are, so are down. Yeah. Down. Um, I'm kind of surprised maybe, by this one right here. Uh, I'm going with Logan Ryan. Um, his his snap shares have been trending in the wrong direction. Uh, he played 83% of the snaps week one, then it went down to 71% week two, then down to 58% week three. And then this week he suffered a foot injury, um, only, only logged nine defensive snaps, and he got hurt. Um, so – not good for Logan Ryan. His snaps are trending in the wrong direction, and he, he got hurt here with a foot injury. Uh, Keanu Neal came in for him. But it's been Mike Edwards and Antoine Winfield uh, predominantly uh, for for the Bucks, and the injury isn't helping anything for Logan Ryan. I know he's your boy, but it's just not not trending in a great direction for him right now. So I'm, I'm, I'm worried about Logan Ryan. I know that hurts you. Yeah. I mean, there is some concern. Yeah. Yeah, kind of partial to him, but I, I get, get it. it right? yeah. <laughs> um, Who you got? So shot fired here because I'm going right back at your team. Yeah, I Green see that. <laughs> Adrian Amos, right? Um, started all four games, uh, played 100% the first three, and then last week he only played 14 snaps. So um, He got hurt. But he even in the first three weeks, he wasn't – he did get hurt, but even in the first three weeks when he played every snap, he really wasn't producing eye-popping numbers, right? Three tackles, five tackles, three tackles, um, a TFA on a pass deflection extra really wasn't doing nothing for them. Um, and at the rate he's playing, it, it's 
kind of going to be one of his worst seasons ever as far as tackles and everything else. Um, I know he's had two interceptions for the past four seasons, uh, an interception in the past five, but I think they they got to move on from him, right? I mean, he's age 29, um, has kind of been a liability at times. Um, I just, I think they move on from him. They got to pick up somebody in the draft, right? Wouldn't you think? Or a free agent? Jesse Bates would oh. look good there. Oh, you would. You would. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You know, Amos, <laughs> one of, Amos to me, uh, he, he kind of feels like one of those guys. He's kind of steady for ID. Well, was. I mean, this year the start isn't ideal. He's always been that 80 tackle guy. He's steady um, since he's been in Green Bay. Um, I don't. I always felt like he's kind of uh, maybe a better NFL player than this booming IDP asset. He's never had this huge year in Green Bay production-wise, but he's actually a pretty smart player in as far as our defense is concerned. He, he's pretty solid at what he does, um, but you know his contract's coming up. Do they move on for, on from him? Uh, he was a you know, he was a big signing when he came over from Chicago because we needed help at safety. We, that was a, at that point, that was a position that we were really hurting at. Um, no depth, no real. Well, he, he made the switch from free safety in Chicago to strong safety. Do right, yeah, yeah. Maybe if he switched back to free safety, that would help him. Now, his tackle numbers have went up since he went to Green Bay, but I kind of wonder well, if he would benefit being back at free safety a little bit. Well, not if Darnell Savage is going to be there because Savage has the range, right? I mean, that's that's the deal with right. him. He's, you know, they drafted him high, and he's a he's a versatile dude. But I mean, he's got the range. He was he's a free safety. Um, Amos is what he is. Um, it hasn't been a good start. He's been kind of a steady Eddie eighty plus tackle guy in Green Bay. It hasn't been good this year. Is he going to hit that number again? I don't know. Um, do they move on from him? I don't know, but. Uh, you know, it's it's not been good to start. I agree. It's not weird. Even even in most years, you're getting more than you have in the first four games out of Amos um, since he's been there. And he, uh, I mean, he's always he's always been a uh, reliable guy as far as NFL wise for Green Bay. You know, he, he's he, like I said, he's a smart dude. He, he's good in the scheme and everything, but IDP wise, not a. Uh, huge big time asset he's like a db3 type or safety three type right and he's not even been that to start the season so it's not been good and i get why you'd be a little down on him especially now he's hurt and whatever but i mean when he's healthy um he'll be out there because it's him and savage and and that's the deal at safety uh rudy ford will be filling in but when amos is healthy he'll be out there so but yeah i mean not not an ideal start at all for him so i get it right Wow. Good show, Kyle. No listener questions this week, which we didn't send it out, but yeah, no, that still uh, no, we were still we were no tied questions. Up all day. But yeah, we were tied yeah, up all day. That's kind of the one thing with the with the new job. Um more time off, more money, right? Big big plus there. But the days that I work, it's 12 hour shifts, so it's yeah pushing me. 7, 7.30 before I get home and get settled, you know. So on those, you know, on the days that we record that I work, it's going to be a little tougher to get the listener questions. But you can always send them to us. You don't have to wait for me and Kyle to say, hey, send us listener questions. Just 
hey, IDP Nation, what do you think here? Um, yeah, anytime, right? That's a good point. Going crazy in there, so I don't know what the hell's <laughs> going on with him. These floppy-eared <laughs> fucker, but whatever. Um, oh, I'm going to rub over you in a minute. Um, anyway. Um, that does it for our show. But before we leave, we want to thank Action 24-7 Sports. Yep. Another one of our sponsors, go to our IDP Nation page. Uh, click on the sponsor tab or scroll to the bottom, click the link. Um, all the big odds, all the same odds or better than the big boys. Here lately, they've been given better odds than some of the big boys. So, you know, you want to uh, bet on ping pong, darts, uh, NASCAR, Formula One, baseball, basketball, hockey, soccer, um, boxing, um, you name it. They've got a triple-A baseball, right? I mean, you can literally – college football is big right now, so you can literally bet on anything you want. Um, if you're a first-time depositor, use the promo code HOLLYWOOD100, and they're going to match you up to 400. So you put in 400. They're going to give you 400. And I say it every week. I don't know that anybody does that. Um, right. If you're not a first time depositor, if you've kind of used their site before, uh, they run all kinds of specials, but be sure to click our link and get that discount uh, or that bonus, whatever it is. Um, and I love their website. It's so clean and easy to use. Uh, it's simple. Um, I know someone can kind of get complicated. Not not action twenty four seven. I mean, it's nicely laid out, uh, easy to assess. Um, so go check them out, play some bets, and uh, check them out on social media. They're always giving away free bets and stuff like that. So they're giving out swag. Uh, I know we have some swag that we give out from time to time. Uh, so go check them out. But uh, we thank you for. Uh, being a, a sponsor and we thank you for you know checking them out that helps us out we got a few uh, costs that um we have to pay for Streamyard and anchor and all that so it helps cover some of that um upgrades on equipment right our our microphones and speakers and stuff so it helps out and we thank you so much and we don't even care about that we just thank you that you're a loyal listeners each week yep. uh you follow our work um you know, without you, we'd be just two idiots sitting here talking about fancy football with <laughs> nobody listening to us, right? So, um, you are what makes this go. So, uh, absolutely. Before we leave, Kyle, um, tell them what you're working on, or tell them where you're at, what you're working on, and all that good stuff. Yeah, I'm still uh, over at Football Guys. Uh, my waiver wire article came out this uh, today. Um, came out this morning. Uh, it's, it comes out every Tuesday. Um, and then uh, probably do a little uh, dynasty rankings adjustment here as things uh, are moving around and you you know coming into shape. And uh, yeah, you can find all my work over there at Football Guys, and I'm I'm always around on Twitter. Uh, hit me up if you ever have any questions. I'm always happy to answer, help if I can. Uh, at KBell54, um, DMs are open, but always happy to help and uh, glad to chat. So hit me up. How about you, Daryl? What you got going? You're everywhere. Uh, I am. Um, <laughs> of course, I do IDP Nation with you. I do the Debbie IDP grind with uh, Justice and Brock, uh, which is the college IDP. Um, yep. 
kind of get off topic. We do, me and Brock does, when we get time, we do the 13 Horns, which is a music podcast. Um, and I've got to mention my boys over at Shoot the Gap, at Nate Markham, at Jorge Edwards, at Mike Waller. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just so grateful they let me uh, tag along with my stupidity sometimes. But uh, um, we'll be recording that tomorrow live. Check us out, 10 o'clock, uh, YouTube. All that good stuff. If you can't watch it on YouTube, check it out in podcast form. Uh, so we do some good stuff there. Um, IDPNation.com is where all the articles, rankings, all that good stuff. Um, I've been turning out the uh, IDP rookie recap. I've been doing the Debbie or ID, IDP Debbie um, portfolio. Then I do the IDP stock market. So I've got three articles a week I'm doing there. Um, and then, of course, we got the Patreon, right, that we uh, mm-hmm. put some stuff in. I've got a lot of stuff lined up. Now that I have some days off during the week and on the weekends, I've got more time off. So really fixing to crank out some stuff there. Uh, we really appreciate our Patreons. Thank you guys for tuning in and listening, all mm-hmm. that good stuff. Um, man. Oh, Almost forgot. Fancy pros. Um, I do the expert rankings. Um, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Go over there and check that out. I was in the top ten a little bit. Kind of fell last week. I took a few swings last week. Kind of hurt me. Um, so I slid down the rankings a little bit, but I'll bounce back. Um, oh yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah, check us out. Check us out over there. And uh, yeah, man, it's it's fantasy football has. Uh, it's been dominating here lately. Yeah. Oh, we're, I love it. It's uh, exciting times, and it's, you know, we're, I can't believe we're already heading into week five. This is crazy. I know. It seems like it took the freaking season forever to get here, right? Always and does. Then once it, takes, it started, it was like boom, yeah. boom, 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 boom. I'm yeah. like, what the hell? Yep. Yeah, every year, it's the same so, yeah. story, man. It takes forever to get here, and it's over before we know it. <laughs> Yeah, it goes by too fast for sure. Yep. Um, but, yeah, check us out on IDP Nation. Please rate, subscribe, and review wherever you listen to podcasts. Give us those thumbs up, the five-star reviews. Um, Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, Apple Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean. I mean, we're anywhere and everywhere. Um if nothing else, go over to IDP Nation. There's a review tab. Leave a review. Tell me and Kyle what you like, what you don't like, um, any suggestions, whatever. Um, you know, if you're part of the Patreon, we do a, uh, a giveaway every quarter. Um, you know, we pick a winner, and whoever wins, we send them out a prize pack. So um, that's another perk of being a Patreon, the one-on-ones, one-on-ones with us. Roster breakdowns, all that good stuff. Not to mention all the articles, the bonus episodes, all that good stuff. So, um, we do, man. We do a lot, Kyle. <laughs> well, you do. You, you're a busy man. Sometimes you're everywhere. I am. Well, what did you say to start the show? I got to give the people what they want. Give the people what they want. That's what you do. You got to give them what they want. Yep. But, 
yeah, we thank you for listening. Uh, that ends it for this week. We'll be back next Tuesday. Um, I think me and Kyle is going to try to do a Patreon if he has time here for a few minutes. Um, let's do it. Those Patreons are good. And I have to tell you, I've kind of timed it just right tonight, Kyle. Did you? Just saying. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right, man. Let's kick it. You know what? We lo- I love our Patreons. They really are the best. Yeah, I, You know, I listen to – shout out to our boys, Dynasty Trades HQ, you know, Madman and Sops and, and, and Shane. Shane is the worst. I love Shane. He's my hero. But, uh, you know, I get it. I get it. Shane says, well, our Patreons are our best listeners. They really are. <laughs> I get it. I see where he's coming from. I see where he's coming from. Oh, one more thing. We didn't do it this year, but we should start up an, a third listener league next year. Okay. Doesn't cost anything. So if you're a, you're a new listener or a longtime listener who's never joined and you're just you're you're curious about getting into a listener league with us, hit us up. Let me know. Um, okay. We'll set that we'll set that up for next year. You know, maybe we'll uh, on MFL grow something, uh, grow that into something. Yeah, on MFL, of course. The one and only. Who else would right. we put it on? There you go. We can't put it on the Cartoon Network and um, those other ones. So yeah, right on. Just yeah. making sure those nine point threes kicking you in the ass yet. I'm doing okay. Yeah. You know, I haven't even fired you tonight. No, I, I mean, I've been, I've been on my best behavior. Yeah. <clears throat> you have. You have. I have yeah. to admit, you have been on good behavior. I've been t- I've, I have to wonder I've, what you're up to. I've been tightening up quite a bit. Yeah. I know, right? Yeah. Good behavior, you're tightening up, you're up to something. I'm getting my peeps on it. Right now. All right. All right. All right. Well, yeah, that's enough of this. Let's get to the Patreon where the good shit's at. All right. So, thanks. Yeah. Hey, thanks everybody for listening and good luck yeah. this week in your matchups. Unless you're playing me, then there's no good luck because I'm beating <laughs> your ass. That's all right. I ain't scared to say it. Beating your ass. <laughs>